0: My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. Previously on Certified Nunas, <laughs> we did an episode all about numbers, <laughs> where we talked about shows with numbers in them and which ones that we liked. Well, we're going along that vein tonight and we're doing a colors. These are not shows <laughs> colors i just need to specify this (laughs) these are shows that have colors in their titles they may or may not have anything to do with the content of the show we will see what we come up with all right who would like to begin this journey into the magic of the rainbow that is asian dramas with colors in their titles i can all right, want to
1: go. Scott going go to color Tam Scott <laughs> All right. I'm gonna admit that I, I probably like these both equally, so okay. They're both just very different. Um, so so what was just, your, what was your runners up for? Let's just say <laughs> yellow is the title it's it, okay. it, it, certainly
2: a color that's certainly yeah. a color <laughs> mm. we can definitely <laughs> say that color. is the title okay it's a
1: drama web series okay. it was i i feel like i might have seen it on cocoa which means it's probably on vicky too at this point um and it was it's probably likely on youtube but don't quote me on that uh because it's a newer it might have i don't think it was playlist global but it might have been um It was about a little band, like a band of friends, and then each episode they would kind of zero in on certain aspects of the relationships between the members and like either their girlfriends or whatever. But it was really cute, and each episode was um, kind of titled, I want to say it was a song title, like I remember there was like a Coldplay song title for one episode, and then they kept on trying to use that as the theme for the episode a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was just really cute. Uh, the main lead fellow kid, he is in a lot of stuff um, recently. He's kind of the loose cannon type in a lot of the sh- school shows recently. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Let me fill it,
3: it up. Do-wan? Kim do Wan. Kim do Wan. Yeah, Kim do Wan
1: he let me go see what he was in
3: okay it does say on my drama list that it is on playlist go so it probably is on youtube so so he was in
1: moment of 18 he was in, mm-hmm. he was in 12 nights okay so we all watched 12 nights he was the oh. son the teenage son right oh okay okay good mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then in a lot of the other recent kind of school shows so like he was in uh the my roommate is a gumiho like he's kind of a little bit of a loose cannon type character usually uh anyway he was really good in the show it was really good it was a charming little web series it looks good it, it's not you know how some so some of those playlists global definitely the school type they're a little bit more like really cheery and stuff mm-hmm. yellow was a pretty mellow go mm. in my opinion since they were trying to get that band, a little bit of grungy, going mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really cool. liked it. So, Easy to find. Nice. Always yeah. good. That's yeah.
0: always good. Always uh, nice. So before I talk about my runners up, I have like a a question for all of you. Um, how much do you love dramatic opening credit music? like I'm I mean so immediately real you're gonna dramatic right opening credit music
3: I'm yeah yeah i writing a it lot. down yeah. before you even say it yes yeah.
0: well if you really like dramatic opening credit music especially dramatic opening credit music that has very little if nothing to do with what you're about <laughs> to watch then you will love the opening credit music of the Thai show dark blue kiss which is literally the the it has the greatest opening credits slash the worst opening credits that you've the most dramatic soap opera like I just need to describe I need to like set the scene for you this dramatic like violin music starts to play it's like and there's just like this room with like curtains, mm-hmm. like blue curtains <laughs> blowing in an invisible wind. And people just like step out from behind the curtains and like dramatically look around. And that's, but that is not what you get because Dark Lucas is actually a very nice little show that follows two different couples. Um, one of whom is a college, a set of college students, uh, two boys um, who are in love, but secretly hiding their relationship from all of their friends. Uh, and then the other one is this very nice uh, cafe owner and this sort of hooligan who goes to work with him. Anyway, it's very nice. It's on YouTube, which means it's free. <laughs> Watch whenever you would like. Uh, it's another TV offering. Um, it has uh, a pretty big profile, like, so GMMTV has a lot of they're called kujin couples, so they're basically like fake couples that make a lot of shows together, it's sort of like Max Toll from Manner of Death um, so this is a Tanu. they're like one of their big three of the, you know yeah. um, and uh they're excellent, but really it's the other, the second storyline that really makes the show really good which is like the openly gay cafe owner and he's bi but he don't know it yet uh hooligan character who is you know it, they're, it's fun and it's very romantic and sweet it's nice um lots of good characters it is actually a sequel to another series which is not as good i will say that it's not bad but like it's just not as good uh which is just kiss me
3: this, I think that's what's called, right?
0: Or just kiss? Kiss. I think it's just kiss. And then I think there's another yeah, one. Others- no, um,
3: you don't no, have to not. watch it at all. No. Um, they're not. And I think
0: there's even like a Although third joy kiss. It was a fun. Yeah, it's not but- like it's not bad. It's not bad. So
2: it's kind of um, more like closer to a spin-off than yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Because I think it kind of takes place at the same time. Some oh scenes. Yeah. So
0: it's like oh. in in.
3: And basically in like kiss you find out how this
0: two of the main how the two main couple met it's like a real enemies to lovers thing and then in dark blue kiss they're like an established couple but like you don't actually need to know because they'll 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 summarize it for mm-hmm. you like don't worry yeah. it's TV. they just want you to watch no matter <laughs> they're gonna make it easy for you to see it um <laughs> it's 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 cute it's pretty cute um Lots of fun little side characters, one, one really awful, you know, there's always one really awful side character that's just like, why, are you, why are you the way you are? <laughs> that's like, that's like what you ask, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and if you like, you know, other GMF TV stuff, you'll probably like it. <laughs> like, they're, they're pretty consistent with their, you know, output <laughs> of what you're getting. What about you, Jesse?
2: with your runner-up? I'm going to switch things up and talk about a movie. It is sadly now probably not accessible anywhere, but when I watched it, it was on Netflix. So maybe there's hope that I'll come back, especially because Netflix now loves him uh, and it's the movie Red Carpet. Uh, It stars uh, Yoon K-Sang, who uh, was in just recently chocolate the, the mm-hmm. series i really um, like that movie i'd forgotten about that yeah one. and then uh go Jun he um who was in possessed she was the main lead female lead in that mm-hmm. and she's been at a bunch of other things both of them have and also chan sung is in it uh, yes, and he is, is literally the reason i <laughs> watched the movie because for a while the netflix had him in the little like you know mm-hmm. icon thing and i was like okay fine i'll watch it uh it is a movie that like I really think you should all watch before judging because I feel like you would judge this movie the movie is about a a director who he's a a porn director um but he had like he had hopes of becoming an actual director it just never panned out and it's (laughs) like doing porn was the only um way for him to get to do anything in his craft (laughs) and without giving too much about the storyline it's this really great movie about pursuing your dreams no matter mm-hmm. the like circumstances and whoever is you know kind of trying to stop you or like persuade you from that and like believing in yourself mm. and just also the the um the reality that there will always be people there um for you even if they're not like your. F- like direct family there's like a really great solid found family in oh, yeah. this between like the director and um just like his assistant who's Chan sung and then some of like the porn actors there it's just it's you think it's going to be one way and it's got a little bit of comedy in it but it's just this really like sweet and heartwarming like story and it's literally I, the cutest
0: movie about porn ever made it like, really
2: is it was shocking what like I because I hadn't really like read up on it when I first watched it but when I like when I sat there I was like oh this is really good this is actually like really really good and it just like I think everything in it ties really well like the tone in it is really good like when the, it's funny it doesn't seem out of like it's not wacky in terms of like a super ups and downs in the movie it's just it's honestly if you can like find it and watch it I really think you should watch it and maybe because they keep on putting Chan dramas on Netflix now that they'll like bring back this movie which Netflix has brought back stuff so it's possible but yeah that's I that's my runner-up I really think you should watch it
3: it's good cool My runner-up is one that we have talked about a fair bit on this show in the past. We even have a whole episode about it. It would be *The Golden Eyes*, which Mm. um, starring Lei as a mystical antique dealer, (laughs) um, granted the magical power of antiques, and goes on many boring and also not so boring (laughs) magical adventures into the world of gem auctions and art auctions and into the world of antique (laughs) dealing yeah it's i mean you know what i just really enjoyed it is it longer than it needs to be probably most c dramas are Um, but it's really uh, one of the things that i really dug about it and i didn't realize until about i was about halfway through was that like it's kind of divided into like five or six episode segments or 10 episode segments so I can't remember how many episodes it was but and each segment has its own like credit set so if you're watching it and you're thinking I'm kind of getting bored or whatever once the credits the opening credits change You've come to the end of one of your stories, so you could put it on the shelf. You could pause for a bit, and then watch the next like story that comes up. It, it's all one big story, but it has like these little segments within it. You know, this one's going to be Chunk about Liz, Jade, Chunk and this Liz one's about work. traveling in the win- in the woods or something like. But it's just enjoyable. There's a little bit of romance, but that's not sort of the main focus of it. Yeah. It's more just about friends and antiques and magical eyeballs. And it's just fun. Oh, the, just magical like it. the, the magical eyeballs. The magical eyeballs. Uh, it's, it's a fun one. And that, the special effects aren't bad for it either, which is, you know, a plus. If you want to know more, you can go back and listen to our episode <laughs> where we all talked about that. So those were our runner-up. Which
0: means that we have other ones. I know you thought, "Oh, what a short episode! They're done." On- no, we're not done. We're continuing Don't on. Talk were too we- much to be done right now. <laughs> yeah, are really you sure. new here?
3: Come <laughs> on now, sure.
0: podcast episode. <laughs> Ever. So now we're going into our second recommendations. I'm sure we got some 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 spicy ones lined up. Some good ones. We got, some, we got some ones lined up for you. Ones? <laughs> we got some
2: ones. We got some ones. <laughs> we, we, sure,
0: we sure do. We sure do. you want to reverse the reverse. Amanda, sure. you're up again.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, my number one color named drama is a short one. It's a web drama. It's called Romance Blue. It stars um, Parkman Wu, who... Hasn't been in anything for a few Mm -hmm. years now because he was in a really bad motorcycle accident. He appears to be on the mend, but there's not a lot about him out there. But I hope that he comes back to drama land because I miss his cute little dimples. But um, Romance Blue is just, it's a really interesting little short story. Not a rom-com, but just a romance um, about a guy whose job is dating women like he's sort of an escort but like his main thing is not necessarily taking you to like being your arm candy for the work dinner or whatever it's more like he provides romance he he will you pay him and he will be your boyfriend he will show up and bring you flowers and take you out to dinner and just make you feel good about yourself maybe you need this post-breakup or something you just want somebody to do well for a while and he will do that for you he's also doing it for you know five or six other women at the same time but and there doesn't appear to be any sex involved he's just he's just dating women for money um and he meets this woman who writes letters for a living and she Um, she'll write love letters, she'll write breakup letters, she'll write job application letters, she'll write just pleasant letters, you know, your handwriting is bad, and you want somebody else to write the letter for you, but mostly she's, she buys really nice stationery, she really loves the art of letter writing, and basically you sit and tell her, like, these are the thoughts and the feelings I want to have go out to this other person, and then she makes it into a beautiful poetry of a letter for you to mail off to your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your mom or your grandma or whatever. And um, so because of this, they're both kind of jaded when it comes to real romance and like, because they both think romance is fake. So they're a little jaded about that, but then they meet each other. I can't remember if they like move in near each other or something, but for whatever reason, they meet and keep meeting and kind of have this connection to each other. And it's just kind of a very soft, slow sort of show. And I just really, really enjoyed it. Like, just loved everything about it. So... I don't know, I rated a 9.5 in my drama list. So something about it kept me from giving it a 10, but I don't remember what. So maybe just cause it was so short and I wished it was longer, I don't know. But it's quite good, quite enjoyable. So
2: if I'm going to be honest with you right now, currently my favorite drama that has a color name is the OTV Rust server. That is all I watch, that is all I do. <laughs> 100% yes. I could talk to you about anything that is going down on those servers the like first yeah. <laughs> server and now the new split server let me know except now I don't follow the second server I just follow the so,
1: <laughs> so what does
2: OTV mean? Offline oh, TV Offline. Offline TV is oh, a group oh, oh. of um, uh, just gamers they're just hmm. like a, a collective they have like a group of friends and one of the like friends is actually the one who set up so it's kind of like the core offline TV crew is only like six people. And most of the time, none of them are in these servers. It's just all our friends. It was like created as a way to get their friends who are all streamers too. they all stream on various platforms, get them uh, to be able to experience Rust. Because if you, I, I'm not going to explain Rust because I don't think we should. <laughs> it's like we're on an Asian entertainment podcast. <laughs> but- but rust is not a game that like allows for fun play cuz it's a pvp mm-hmm. you're going to die instantly constantly and if you're not into that kind of like thing and cuz you you game on oh, open servers and so mm-hmm. this was a way for the the group to be able to play rust and get to like figure out rust and then possibly mm-hmm. Um, use the time for content for their channels too because they're also all businesses and stuff and they're all making Mm -hmm. money off of this but also for there's there just always seemed like a good amount of space for role play involved and their that group and all their friends of it's for them to experience the game without the open server world (laughs) i uh, i also 13 year old kids (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i i also watch uh a rest series but it's a different rust series um where it has seasons and it's this guy named mr fruit who i think just joined the otv server like yeah last... he's
2: one of like i think he's either in the cat clan or the the cult church
0: Yeah, like he, he like just joined, Um, but he had a previous series with his friends where it starts out with them on like a public server and it just goes hilariously wrong. So then they set up their own server where they then they start their own cult. Well, they don't start it. His other friends start their own cult church called the All-Stars um and the reason they're called the all-stars is because when they first come across them they're all wearing antler horns and blaring smash mouse all-star <laughs> over the public like mic so they were like what the fuck i mean they didn't yeah so that's a that's on youtube if you just look up mr fruit rust it'll come up and uh i think these guys are all streaming on twitch too hey eh? you're the otv like a bunch of them um
2: otv Almost all of them um, stream on mm-hmm. Twitch. One stream, uh, streams on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who are in the server that also do YouTube streaming. Yeah. But all in the, the gaming sections of each of them. Like Facebook has a gaming live stream mm-hmm. section so yeah i was watching someone who's been who did a 24-hour stream most of them have been doing like 14-hour streams just because <sighs> they get like super into it and they're like oh my god yeah. <laughs> it's been 14 hours oh my god No, I feel like that too when I've
3: been there with a video game before. But
2: if you you want, if you're like super interested, it's all over Twitch right now. So you'll probably see it. And then also there's like a bunch of different clips like Sykuno, Corpse, Mm Valkyrie, Fuseli, like Ash, Jay from day six is part of the like whole thing. They're like, see there, you brought it around. You brought it around. You bring it around. (laughs) There we go. That's my time. So to bring it back to like actual things that we should be talking about on this Asian entertainment podcast, if I'm being honest, White Christmas is going to be my like number one drama Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the color in it. Um, But I feel like I've talked about it. Also, I didn't know if someone else needed to pick it. So I was like, (laughs) you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm just gonna leave it. Someone else can have it. And I thought I would talk about one of the offerings from the um, drama anthology that had just uh, recently Mm -hmm. aired, SF8, there was one episode called White Crow that I think everyone should watch if you haven't. Mm Because I feel like that series or that collection of drama specials got some hype to them, but I don't feel like a lot of people have been like really consistently talking about them. So I feel like it kind of is one of those things that like, People probably just forgot about it, and it was like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to watch that." White Crow in the series is the uh, horror offering of it. It's kind of got like a, a big psychological thriller. It stars Hani yes. from EXID, and she essentially plays this person. Oh, I am bringing it back around because she's a streamer in this oh, <laughs> drama see? special. Oh, no, whatever i said i made it intentional i'm just that good at podcasting yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, took us, you took us all on a journey and you, you know we made it back I wrapped wrapped it around. around fantastic she's a streamer and it's like set in the future because the whole series of shows are sci-fi based but it's set in the future she's just like a kind of just like a a live streamer and it's in a world where literally she could go around in the, her entire house and still keep up the The chat feed and the thing going Mm -hmm. and it's just like everywhere and um things happen and someone brings up a thing that potentially is from her past that kind of leads her to kind of fall from her popularity and her managers um decide to put her in this like reality show game thing uh to bring her back in popularity and it's like focused on just having like basically streamers or that sort of like popular like popular person on this game and it's this virtual reality game where you put in the pod you put in all of your like virtual reality gear and you have to like finish the game and things go wrong
3: when yeah. she's in
2: this reality and um a lot of it um like things happen it's not a long episode so I can't tell you much about that sort of thing but it does kind of tie into the past of what happened to her like especially like when she was in like high school so it's not the best in horror offerings but i think it was like a really cool thing to do for this anthology series and i think Hani does a really great job in it too i think she does really well like it's it i feel like the role could have gotten really wonky and Mm i i thought that she did a really good job in it and you know if you're like kind of like wanting the kind of horror psychological thriller and this like tiny hour and 10 minute long uh show it's a good good option and it is currently on Cocoa um I'm assuming it's on Vicky too I watched it on Cocoa and then I know it kind of like they had pushed it when the, this was airing they pushed it in a lot of like the um the film festivals I saw, mm-hmm. saw it popping around on some of the online film festivals, so I'm sure it's gonna be like accessible in other areas too. It just hasn't been out for that long, but mm-hmm. that's my number one pick.
0: Very or cool, very cool. Both
2: my number one picks
0: <laughs> for mine. I have another question for you, ladies <laughs>
2: do,
0: you, do you like being like fenced in by genres, or would if you were, you know just out there, would you rather watch a show that's like a billion genres in one? It's got it all. It's got romance. It's got a little bit of comedy. It's got a little bit of horror. It's got some supernatural. It's got modern. It's got single. It's got it all. Well, I would like to introduce <laughs> um, to you the very bizarre offering that is the show Orange Marmalade.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's <laughs>
0: Will not make it to the top of many people's lists. However, I actually really liked it. It's weird. It's fresh. It's got what's his face in it? Deep voice. Me.
1: Eugene Goo?
0: Eugene Goo, who was like really young in it and his voice sounded rolls in like thunder and you're very confused. I actually watched. So well, the reason I originally watched Orange Marmalade was because I had just watched the movie hawaii monster boy which also stars him when he was like teeny and he still like he was like 13 with like his like
1: man voice bo-
0: <laughs> so i was like what the? So, I, so when i watched hawaii monster boy great movie by the way very weird horror movie great um i was like why did they cast this like clearly like 30 year old man by his voice to play like 14 year old and then I looked him up and he was actually 14 and I was like <laughs> 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 well, I, I was like no but then I saw like you know because you know back you know you're just you're you're on the internet this was you know this was probably the year it came out which is 2015 was five years ago I was like well I need to see what else he's in and this show came up so the plot of this show is that vampires and humans coexist together but they kind of hate each other and people you know humans are very distrustful of vampires because they're like any opportunity they get they're gonna murder us like we know it so they're like hate criming vampires essentially it follows this girl uh big uh played by Sohan, who's excellent in it who is a vampire but she's pretending to be human and attending a human school and like fighting her vampiric urges but then she meets uh you know Eugene Goose character and oh she oh she wants to bite him so bad she's <laughs> like oh she oh she wants oh she wants to bite him so bad but he hates vampires so she gets to so like (laughs) so well like you know she doesn't want to like kill bite him she wants to you know sexy bite him (laughs) uh so anyway so like there's this whole plot you're going through it you make it halfway through the show here's where everything takes a friggin turn okay because then it decides that it's going to tell you the entire history (laughs) of the vampire human conflict halfway through the show, taking you 300 years in the past where all the characters are played by the same actors, but playing these characters in what is now a Seguk for like a bunch of episodes. And then you're brought back to the, like this show is a wild ride, okay? And I understand why many people don't like it okay I actually get that however I think it's better than people say it is like I feel like people like to sort of you know shit on the show a little bit but it's really like it's an interesting show and they made some uh, choices you know what I mean like when you're watching something you're like that was a choice this show the entire show was a choice And I gotta appreciate their attempt at bold, before-its-time, non-sequential narrative storytelling. Like, they tried something, and I think the world wasn't ready (laughs) for this style of teen vampire romance, you know? Uh, But anyway, I don't even know where it's playing anymore. Uh,
2: Mm. I I think it's around.
0: It's I feel around, like I've seen like, it on
2: Vicky, but that's see. not, like, recently. I just, one time.
3: I'm not yes. gonna lie,
2: just as a, like, side note, you saying 2015 was five years ago made my <laughs> heart jump. <laughs> I
0: know. It is on Viki. Um Just know you're going in for a weird ride if you go into this. I personally like it, so if you like sort of weird
1: stuff that you're gonna be like, eh, eh, huh? oh also sounds enjoyable to watch if you have some maybe some booze on board too (laughs) i would
0: think and it's actually beautifully shot like it's the opening scene of it like i just picked it randomly as i said because i wanted to see him in other things because i was intrigued by the fact that his voice is the (laughs) deepest voice followed his
2: voice (laughs) so
0: i was like i was you know i wasn't really expecting too much because it's you know it's a teen vampire show like come on like okay but the opening sequence it got me the opening scene of the show i was like oh shit oh.
1: Oh.
0: oh, so it's not it's like horror but it's not like horror like it's not scary um there is some blood in it obviously so if you are you know that is a problem for you maybe don't watch it, but I do like, there's one little side thing that I always thought was really funny because, so in order to hide the fact that she's a vampire, at lunchtime, instead of eating with everyone else at this school where she's the only non-human, uh, she pretends she's on a diet and drinks tomato, tomato juice. Like, don't quote
1: unquote, she's air uh-huh. quoting that you
0: cannot yeah, see, t- listeners. Ju- yeah, ju- juice box, <laughs> tomato juice. Tomato juice and blood don't really look that similar. <laughs> Not really. Nope. No. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's hey. fine. Anyway, I really enjoyed the show. I know that a lot of people had some problems with it, but I just think it was ahead of its time.
3: I it's <laughs> based on a manga or something, isn't it? It, it? it
0: is based. It is based on a webtoon. So, okay. uh, and the web, and, you know, and it's the sort of they decided to go with the style of storytelling that webtoons have. That like really works for webtoons, but often confuses people who don't read webtoons because they're not on webtoon. The webtoon,
1: yeah, is I think I think it is
0: because, like, you know, so. in webtoons you can jump between time periods, and everyone's you cool know, it? Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But webtoons, <laughs> I feel
3: like a lot of people who aren't used
0: to that style. Um,
3: get confused well, uh, it could have like in a webtoon it could have been a second season or something too right like yeah exactly like, into seasons and, yeah where it's yeah. like now we're going to go
0: into the but but you know it's a, just a standard drama like you can only do so much but it's got like a really good cast and um like faces you will recognize so anyway like voices it. oh and <laughs> One voice in particular. <laughs> Thunder rolling over the hills, this young faced little man. It's like like if you're not familiar with him, but you know who stray kids are, uh, Felix. Just imagine Felix, but like in actor form. Like,
1: but, but you Felix- like that Felix looks even younger than his voice though. But Felix doesn't constantly sound in That's true. Registers. Felix you yeah, can have true. his normal voice too.
0: Yu Jingu cannot
1: he just he just has his low register that's all he has I
0: just remember being blown
1: away what about you Sky what was your number one so I will start with my pick but then I'll talk about White Christmas because White Christmas is (laughs) is accessible Uh, you're
2: welcome yeah I went
1: first though I do want to talk about the Taiwanese movie More Than Blue
2: that was on my list.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew that Jesse watched it because we we watched it for the Jasper Lou episode. But um, really good movie. I was double checking and I can literally not find it anywhere right now for you to go watch. I can't mm-hmm. even find where I went and watched it. I have no idea. So that's why I don't want to talk about it too much. It is a sad movie. Sad as heck. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Like... Such good acting. Every single person was just brilliant. Great writing. I really, really do recommend it. Hopefully. It would be a great one just for Netflix to have someday. I imagine it probably will at some point. So, it's actually a remake of... There was a Korean movie, More Than Blue. And then they did the Taiwanese movie in 2018. And they're actually going to be making a drama version soon. So... We'll see, mm. which I can't imagine it being drama version. Like that's really difficult for me to grasp, given how they. It's
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just prepare for it to be a really heart wrenching mellow. That's so the <laughs> right, only like... option it has.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but really well done, and it makes you just feel very human when you watch mm-hmm. that show, like movie. It's it's just really really great. That's why I don't want to talk about it too much because. I don't think you can find it anywhere right now white christmas we did an episode on it so go check out our episode yep. um it has nothing to do with christmas do not <laughs> think that we have said that before but no really it has nothing to do with christmas, christmas. Really, other, than, nice. do with
0: christmas. Uh,
1: other than happening over christmas break like that's the only premise mm-hmm. of that um but really really good go check it out mm-hmm even if you usually don't go for like suspense stuff like it's just really well paced and stuff i think that people would really enjoy it
2: yeah it has a good core group it's the the model group whatever they call them well the it's model. a really
1: it's a really good introduction to so for people that have maybe started watching dramas lately like the past couple of years or few years
2: mm-hmm.
1: you might be familiar with some of these people but some of them have kind of been in the military of recent um Mm -hmm. you'll know that they've been around but you might have not even seen them in that many dramas the past few years so but you'll know that they're big names so then going back and learning and seeing them when they were Mm -hmm. younger and how good they were even then like oh this is why they became big names and a lot of them were they were like they were a friend group too like a lot of the models and stuff
2: it's the model Avengers or something. They actually have yeah, like yeah. a like a, in, known in the press type of nickname. Mm-hmm. Just like last year, like towards the end of the year, two of them have finally come out of enlistment. So mm-hmm. you'll be. So seeing I mean, I, I imagine so, yeah. we'll
1: be seeing more of them. But for people that don't, you know, haven't seen many of their dramas, it's a really good drama to like kind of check off all those boxes. Like, oh, I've seen these people now. Oh, that
0: so, guy. Yeah
1: do oh and it's accessible Ooh. you can find yeah. it i think on yes. vicky and
2: cocoa is probably Definitely my guess
0: cocoa, yeah. and then you can listen to us wax poetic about
2: it in a podcast yeah and i'm sure i've said it like multiple times so like yeah you should yeah. re-listen to all our old podcasts and then find it somehow
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like a great
2: use of your time
0: <laughs> like, listen you know we got i think we got several more months of this life ahead of us so yeah if, uh,
1: if you're busy doom scrolling you can just listen to us be silly in the meantime yeah, it works, man. half listen
0: like, to us
2: we don't care <laughs>
0: like you know we're, we're here for you you know we just want to bring a little bit of levity into your day uh chatting about stuff that we love because you know What's really nice when the world seems dark, listening to people who genuinely love something talk about how much they love
1: it. Oh, I was going to do a mention of a crossover for a second. Ah, yes. Crossover, crossover,
0: crossover, crossover. Legend of
1: the Blue Sea. Yes. We all, on different episodes, we guested over on mm-hmm. K Bay podcast we love
0: them we love when they were recapping
1: legend of the blue sea Mm -hmm. so
0: chaotic good times
3: it's it's pure chaos it's fun yeah Uh, And it's a pretty good drama so you know are they
2: how many episodes are is in that drama
3: i feel like they're still they're, they're still cranking it out they've got like one more episode maybe i feel left.
2: like it was like they're very very close to the end of the recap mm-hmm. so if think- you are the person that didn't want to watch it until after they've recapped everything that would be a good time
3: to start listening yeah. to yeah. their episodes mm-hmm. i think they i think they originally expected to be done right about christmas or the end of the mm-hmm. like end of the year, but then they took a couple weeks off because,
2: you know, it was
3: 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Life! Life! You know,
0: we get it. We get it, man. We get it. Episode
3: 20 is out, so they have done 20 episodes. They watched the final episode, so the most recent episode, all the episodes are out there in the world.
2: And I will say that, like, um they've had other guests, too, as well for throughout Mm -hmm. the series, and everyone is varying in what how they went about uh, mm-hmm. participating in the like series. Like some people came oh, yeah. in knowing everything about the drama ahead of watching it. Um some people came in having watched up to their episode. I came in only watching that one random episode. But then they also have like non-Asian drama watchers yeah. coming on, yeah. which is a fun perspective and things.
3: They've got I think the guest they had for episode 20 20- they've had in the past for their final episodes and this person doesn't watch anything else and doesn't watch any k-dramas and just comes in and watches the final episode and so then they'll be like I listened to them on the final episode of their abyss recap and she's like so what's that ball and they're like oh well we've got to tell you a lot like yeah yeah Speaking of
0: uh, non-Asian drama watchers, I have a bit of a victory that I've had in my life uh, over this past 2020, and that is I converted the most unlikely individual to the K-drama world that you could imagine. So my my good friend who I work with, her husband is a 45-year-old Quebecois man who's a bodybuilder who sells gym equipment and teaches yoga he's like real manly like plays hockey with the bros sort of things we were stuck in quarantine together and I was like hey Phil do you want to come watch a show with me like we're gonna be together for a while like I'm sleeping in your living room you might as well like come <laughs> I watch mean, a I'm show. I'm already here <laughs> <laughs> so we watched Kingdom He loved it. Then we watched Voice. He loved it. Then we watched Bad Guys. He loved it. So then I go home, okay? We watch some other stuff too. I go home. Months have passed, okay? His wife goes away to visit family over the holidays. She quarantined, tested negative, all that. No worries. I get a random text message For my friend's husband, just out of nowhere on December 26th, he goes, Hey, have you seen Uncanny Counter on Netflix yet? Like, it's really good. (laughs) And I was like, Hell yeah, Phil. Like, it's great. Have you watched uh, Sweet Home yet? he's like, I'm adding it to the list. So I'm talking with his wife, my friend Danny, the other day. And I was just saying, There was this other project that I'm working on for. And other things that I mentioned, like, oh, you know, people over 30 who love K-pop. And she's like, speaking of people over 30 who like K-dramas and stuff. You got my husband. He looks <laughs> Got just, him. him. And I was like, Whoa. That's <laughs> how it works. I was like, Danny, you better just start watching him them with him. Them. Like, Once you're in, you're in. You're in for life. It's like, catching. You're in the club, my dude. So anyway, that was just a little personal victory that I thought everyone would enjoy that now this 45 year old bodybuilder is like french bodybuilder just fucking loves k-dramas now he can't like anytime (laughs) there's a new anytime there's a new one regardless of genre on netflix because that's all he has right he's like oh i gotta watch this one so we got him we got him (laughs)
3: lads victory for us (laughs) yes we did it we did it (laughs) So I noticed looking at our list of colors that we are missing green and purple. Although we could probably give dark blue kiss be indigo and, mm, and mm. Hey, almost, you know, we've but we have, have no green. So if you're listening and you have a, a beloved green drama or movie, drama let us know. That I dropped. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. We need a good one. <laughs> A good one, one that you enjoyed. Then let us know so we can complete our rainbow. I feel like blue is very
0: popular because I yeah. also considered the movie blue hour. But then I was like, no, no, that's way too weird it's for
2: me to still, pull out. Yeah. It's one of those colors that is associated to feelings more mm-hmm. than <laughs> the others. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: that, yeah. That's true. Because even
3: in the description for romance blue, that's what it says is that the term romance blue it has to do with the the feeling of sadness that you might have like melancholy before s- moving into a new relationship mm-hmm. or something so it's like clearly a term that they have so but anyway, i'm surprised we didn't dramas? have any black either um yeah. well, because okay. no, i yes. dropped that one i came across
0: that i was like going through my like completed dramas and i saw black just there and i was like Nope. i gave that and one said,
2: a good try i think i was yeah. like on episode and I, six or yeah, seven
0: continuing and on then, and, then, and, then, and then i see the drama black knight and i was like no i'm out like <laughs> i was like no we good we good yeah.
1: um yeah. i watched uh, a couple episodes of black dog mm-hmm. it actually yeah. is a really good show i just didn't have the brain space for it at the time uh it's about teachers um it's actually, like, it kind of follows a new teacher, but then it closely follows the teachers around her and kind of all of the trials of that. And it was, like, it was also heartwarming, too, but, like, showed how difficult it was to help the students how they wanted to help the students within kind of a corrupt system and all the things that they had to deal with. It's And it felt very realistic, too. So actually... Having only watched a couple episodes of it, I do recommend Black Dog. I've heard really good things from the people that have yeah. watched it. So
2: I could kind of cheat in a also known as Blackout movie warning, do not play, I watched.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see what if there was anything green.
3: I know when I looked up, I was like, hmm none of these green things
1: the the top the top two green things are like wanting things sexually blah 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 it's like that. that's yeah, I, I not feel- associated
2: that with green but the okay. one that i'm talking about is green door it's a taiwanese oh, yeah. horror yeah, thriller it is available yeah, on see? netflix it's like people like it i'm just uh-huh. not the odd bo- one out or whatever it's only six episodes too so and you said There's purple? There's one called
3: Green Light that looks like something Natalia would like. No, um, it doesn't. It looks like someone
0: wrote an exo fan fiction and then managed to get it <laughs> made it to a low-budget movie is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does. Like, oh, um, And by okay.
3: really does, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Their names somehow. are Sehun and Becken, so, Which, uh, which yeah. at the time, uh-huh.
0: was a very popular ship, so I don't, mm.
3: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, man. there was um, drama special season one back in 2010. The angel of death comes with purple high heels.
3: That mm-hmm. sounds good.
1: I want to see an uh, angel
3: of death in purple heels.
1: The story of a struggling manhwa artist, his long-suffering partner at the publishing company who has feelings for him, and a strange 19-year-old girl dressed in a ridiculous costume.
3: That sounds fun. I might go look that one up. Yeah.
1: It's probably over on YouTube, right? All probably. Those it might specials.
2: be, although it is the season one, so that would be the, the season that would have the...
3: Least. Yeah. Like season one, I think I watched one of them, but they're not the season one ones on KBS world are not like put together in a nice, neat playlist as easily to find as some of the other seasons. But, oh, I like the little purple. Oh, there's. That's
0: cute. There's one that appears to have come out in 2020. Uh, a Chinese drama called The Age of Green Lady, which is a Nuna romance. I'm sure there's a there's an actual Chinese version of what <laughs> We need, Nuna we need to means. figure out the name of that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, this has been another fantastic episode of Certified News where we talked about shows with colors in the names. Are they about colors? No. But did we enjoy watching them and did they fill our hearts with the color of joy? Yes, they did. Anyway, we hope that you have a fantastic weekend, are staying safe and are taking some time for some self-care. Remember to wash your hands and wear a mask if you leave the house because though the vaccines have started to roll out, we are still in the middle of a pandemic and we want y'all to stay safe and healthy for years to come. Thank you for listening to us. You can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found pretty much. And if you want to see all the links and show notes to everything that we talked about, you can go to our website, certifiednunas.com, And they're all there on the episode post. Um, we also have a playlist every Wednesday we put out what song we're listening to each of us. And so that we have an official certified Nunas. uh, Spotify things, so there's links to that on the website. And we also have a My Drama List where we put, put the list of every other shows that we talk about. If you wanna look them up and see other people's reviews and everything, you can check that out there uh and if you want to become an official sponsor of this podcast you can go to kl-fi.com slash certified news to become an official member of the certified fan family and you know help out this little podcast that could as it were anyway we hope you have a fantastic week and keep enjoying asian entertainment Bye. bye, bye. bye.